always go for the throat. Buy low, sell high. Fear, that's the other guy's problem. Biz Talk Radio is proud to bring you... Investor's Edge with Gary Kulbaum. Straight talk about you and your money. You can reach Gary now at 877-747-EDGE. That's 877-747-3343. Here's your host, Gary Kulbaum. And welcome again to Investor's Edge. I'm Gary Kulbaum, your host. Thanks for being with us today. Glad you are here, ladies and gentlemen. Happy that you are listening. It's Friday. It's June 21st. It's 2019. And may I tell you, I don't drink soda, but man, just maybe once a month, Coca-Cola Zero is the greatest, especially the cherry Coca-Cola Zero is the greatest. It tastes like it has all the crap in it, but it doesn't. No fat, no carbs, no sugars, no calories. Amazing. Let me take a sip. Man, is that good. Okay. Uh, First off, yesterday... uh, I told you somebody who passed away who worked with me for more than a decade. And the best way to explain them is the, li- the life of the party. And I don't mean it in the way of part – just lit up, lit up the life, lit up the room. Died at the age of 49 years old out of nowhere. And uh, I received oodles of emails from you guys and gals. Uh, so I thank you for that uh, very much. Uh, I was staring at the space yesterday. I had very little sleep uh, last night. And, uh, you know, I'm looking at his picture. I, I'm like, this can't effing be. There's no effing way. So a lesson. Live every day like it matters. It's the only way I can put it. Every day. I had another buddy from high school. I just found out uh, how to put two cents in. I'm going to even get in better shape than I am already in now. That's all I can tell you. I'm going to gym tonight, do squats, do whatever I got to do. Anyway. Again, uh, much appreciation uh, for uh, the uh, emails you guys uh, sent to me. Uh, What else? This is a show about uh, you. And all that stuff, your money, markets, and everything. The economy and jobs and anything that affects it. And the latest thing is Iran. You know, I wrote down a couple of things I wanted to speak about. And I, as you know, I don't script anything. Uh, in case you don't know, last night we are told that the president was very close to a couple of uh, what they call surgical strikes on Iran for uh, taking down one of our drones. And he is telling us that he, he stopped... Uh, he never gave the order, and he stopped short because he asked, I guess, the generals how many people are going to die, and they said 150, 150, and he decided not to. And I'm thinking to myself, first off, why the hell do we know this? Who is leaking this? We shouldn't be knowing any of this. But the fact that it's out, I have to tell you, and you all know I'm not a Trumpster. He really is right on the CNNs. And the MSNBCs and some of these, and not all of them, but a real big, gigantic percentage of them. Let me explain why. Do you remember when we bombed Syria for using uh, gas on, on the people? We bombed Syria. CNN and their, anch- their, their anchors brought people on 
to rip President Trump for bombing Syria. Oh, you're interfering with other countries. What's the matter with you? He doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Uh, this is what he said he wasn't going to do. Uh, blah, 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 blah. I mean, they, they just ripped them. So I'm thinking to myself, as I have all these TVs in my office and I keep them on, and I noticed they, start, they really started to talk about this thing with Iran, and I'm thinking to myself, man, I've I got to believe they're going to compliment them. They ripped them for not doing a strike on Iran. The same people brought on ripping them for uh, putting a, a bomb on Syria are ripping them for not putting a bomb on Iran. These people are so full of the stuff that your dog makes in the grass. And therein lies such a problem that we have. And yeah, this is about your money and your markets. These people are setting the news. They're setting the stage for people, what they read and what they believe because they're on TV. You know, I always told you, hey, I got a radio show. I'm on TV. Don't believe a freaking word I'm saying. Check it all out. I'm sitting there watching this CNN, and they're bringing on the same people who ripped them for bombing, not bo- for bombing, and now they're ripping them for not. He can't win. He can't win. And, of course, the Democrats are out. They ripped them for both. But the new one is this. Well, we're kind of happy he did not bomb Iran, but – and then they rip him. He can't win. See, for me, for me, as an onlooker, I'm thrilled that he didn't bomb Iran because you never know what's next after that. And the fact is if 150 people die there, but none die because of that drone – what do you think is going to happen? So I actually think that's a good move, and we'll see what happens next. But i, I got to tell you, he can't win. There's nothing he can do. If he, if he cured cancer today, they would come up with something. They really would. Anyway, that was the big story, uh, and I'm sure there's going to be a few more chapters to it. Uh, it's been covered all day, and um, yay. Uh, markets. So we have been doing this for a long while, and we pride ourselves on knowing what the hell's going on in the markets. Uh, we really do. And we're very particular about what we say. We measure our words. We go over the show to make sure the words we said or convey to you are the way, is the way we want them to be conveyed uh, because we don't script this. I just tell you what I think. I know what I want to talk about. So today... I, I do want you to listen up very carefully, very carefully, and we're not e- extrapolating anything, the things we're going to tell you today, but we're going to report to you things that are going on while the headlines blasted all over the place. The S&P closed at an all-time high yesterday, which, by the way... Is fine and dandy. That that that's fine. All well and good. But that's what the headlines are. The S and P closed at an all-time high yesterday. Not today. Pulled back today, but not a lot. So with that in mind, let me repeat that: the S and P got back to an all-time high yesterday. But there's something about that. That's 500 stocks. Big caps. Up next. Why am I bringing this up? 
We will do the market wrap in a little bit, just the general, but let's talk a few things now. Number one, yesterday on this show, on this show, I told you that I thought there was a chance and a decent chance that Tuesday's action in this Beyond Meat that everybody keeps asking me about looks for now to be on what we call the climactic side. And what that means from our studies of these climactic moves, after a gargantuan move, you open up huge and you finish near the lows. That is the final move of that leg. Sometimes it's the final move, as in Bitcoin in December of 17, Tilray, that marijuana thing. I got a couple things on marijuana today. Beyond Meat was down 11 today to 154. So we'll see. At the very least, you got some evidence today of what we said yesterday may be correct. But we recognize this is going to be newsy and news-driven. They'll sign up this company and that company. Whether or not it reacts, I don't know. Remember what we told you. Valuation is a joke. The company has trailing four quarters sales. $115 million. With a $9 billion market cap. Yeah, 90 times sales. And they lose money. So when I get on radio with you guys and make a statement like I did yesterday, we're hoping you check it out. Now, we will tell you that they expect sales to double in the fiscal year to 200 million. Terrific. That's 45 times sales. Still asinine. So we'll see. And if anything changes, we'll let you know. But I think there's a pretty good chance that Tuesday could mark a very interesting point and, of course, sucked everybody or a ton of people in at the most inopportune time, hit 202, then hit a low of 160, closed at 169, it's now 154. So if any genius bought it at 202 and decided not to trade it, eh, you're down 24% in three days. Yay. We've been telling you to avoid everything marijuana. We've been telling you, don't believe the touts. Don't believe the con artists. They own stock, and their job is to talk you into buying the stock. Tilray was the poster child. As last September, we yelled and screamed at you when it was in the two to 300 level. This thing was worth 10. Well, it's 50. Down from 300. It ain't worth 50. It's got a $5 billion market cap. They... 68 million in sales, loses a crap load of money. Tilray. But with a lot of those names, there are other stocks. So just letting you know, Canopy Growth, CGC. Great sales growth. 
loses a crap load of money. $10 billion market cap. On a company that loses a zillion bucks, yeah, they have about uh, $250 million in sales. Just letting you know they reported earnings. No, 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 no. Big losses was down 35 today to 40 bucks. If it breaks 39 half, it's got 30 in its crosshairs. So we're just letting you know. And may I say, a bunch of the other marijuana stocks, not very good. ACB has gone from 12 and a half down to 7. That's one. Uh, CRON, 25 down to 15. So I hope you're listening. And by the way, we have no preconceived notion that it won't turn back up and, and, and roll from here. Who knows? But let's see price dictates. We are basing our stance with you guys based on price, not even valuation at this point in time. So we hope you listened on the marijuana crap. And I know there's a lot of talk about IPOs. A lot of IPOs coming out. Look at this tech company. They use the term unicorn. Well, they can take a unicorn and stick it where the sun don't shine. Because all these com- nine out of ten of these companies are losing boatloads of money. And what they don't tell you is that uh, just recently, Rune Holdings came public at 12.5 in April. It's now 3.5 because they brought you a company that loses a ton of money. They haven't told you about uh, Mogu Inc. that came public at 14. They ran it to 26. It's 2.5 bucks. They haven't told you about that one, did they? They haven't told you about Best Inc. Best Inc. See, it's trading at 5 bucks. Came public at 10. That's only down 50% from the high. You want me to do a few others? I can, but I won't. For time's sake, it's just to make a point. Watch agendas. Watch ulterior motives. Some of these IPOs that just came out are underwater. Some of them, they're opening up 50% higher uh, because they're supposedly hot. But they're all losing money. Uh, Fiverr, Fiverr International just came public. $21 deal. Opened it at 35 The next day is 44 Four days later, it's 27 And they lose money. So careful, kids. Up next, cool market graph. And we'll explain that. This is going on in Mexico. You're listening to... America is talking. Investor's Edge. Gotta be pleased with that. The crowd is just on its feet here. He's a Cinderella boy. With Gary Coltbaum. Comes highly recommended. You're gonna feel better if you talk to him. Okie dokie. Uh, there's like no sports this weekend, is there? Basketball's over, hockey's over. I'm not watching my Mets again this year. They fired a bunch of some people. They hired an 82-year-old pitcher. I think he once pitched against Babe Ruth. An 82-year-old pitching coach. They fired their pitching coach. I got nothing against 82-year-old pitching coaches. I got every, I'm against everything they do with my Mets. But they had the NBA draft last night. Knicks picked up R.J. Barrett. Something's going to go wrong. Uh, it's the Knicks. Something's going to go wrong. That's all I can tell you. Something's going to go wrong. New Orleans, damn. They don't have Anthony Davis, but they have a team now. Lakers made a huge mistake because they're the Lakers now. There's no long, they're no longer run by Jerry Buss. They're run by the Buss kids, and they don't know what the hell they're doing. So they bring in LeBron at the age of 35. By the way, he's 35, and he has so many miles on him, it's not even funny. He'll still be real good, but he won't be great. He'll, he'll be great. He won't be what he was. And now they bring in Anthony Davis, and I'm like thinking to myself, how's that going to work? So guess what they're going to do? They're probably going to bring in Kyrie, who LeBron never got along with in the first. 
I hate these put-together teams. Not thrilled at all. Anyway, we're a ways away. Got to deal with football season first. Going to start studying fantasy drafts real soon. All right, so the market wrap is brought to you by investment-models.com. That's Jim Rohrbeck, one of the great market timers. No gray areas with the man. You're either in or out of the market with proprietary indicators. Go check it out. Investment-models.com. Uh, uh, no big deal today. Dow down 34, S&P 4, NASDAQ 19, NASDAQ 109. The Sox was down 10. Transports were down 60. Uh, advanced declines 14, 24, and 12, 20. That's not very good. New highs contracted a lot today. So let me just be your market reporter, Okay. The S&P 500 hit a new high yesterday. The Dow didn't. The Dow did not. The NASDAQ didn't. The NASDAQ 100 didn't. They're close, but they didn't. That's not a big deal. That would be a couple of percent off. Not the end of the world. Not the end of the world. But while the S&P hit a new high, the Russell 2000 ain't even at the highs of May. And it's trading where it was basically 18 months ago. But don't worry, it's only 2,000 stocks. It's the Russell 2000. With the S&P at new highs, the transports... Don't worry, it's just the transports. Kind of, sort of, same as the Russell 2000 on a relative strength basis. While the S&P hit a new high, the mid-caps, not as bad as the small caps and the transports, but not even close. With the S&P hitting new high, the NYSE didn't. A little closer. While the S&P hit new high, Semiconductors still act poorly and actually twice now in two weeks got rejected at the 50-day moving average, meaning it's below. While the S&P hit new highs, the financials are not near May highs, certainly not last September highs, and are trading right around October of 17. But don't worry, they're only the financials. And these are big ones, the XLF. The regional banks... But don't worry, it's only the regional banks are trading where they were in November of 2016. They're trading two weeks after Trump became president. That's where they're trading. But don't worry, it's only the regional banks. We have not only studied markets, but we have studied other magnificent technicians on Wall Street. Stan Weinstein, Bill O'Neill, my two favorites by far, but there are others. If I was to channel the great Stan Weinstein, by the way, if you never got his book, go to Amazon right now, The Secrets for Profiting in Bull and Bear Markets. Yes, it's dated. It's from like 70s, and it'll have like the GM indicator, but doesn't matter. Go get that book. If I was channeling Stan Weinstein, he would be saying exactly what I am reporting to you. While the S&P hit a new high, and then one by one by one by one. That said, does that mean a big problem ahead? If I was to channel Weinstein, he would say, 
if it does not resolve itself to the better, usually it's going to resolve itself to the worse. And I haven't even mentioned the fact that with the S&P at new highs yesterday, why do we have 120 new lows on the market today? What's with that? And I would suggest another couple of hundred right at new lows, like some of the retail. For example, so we're just letting you know, put what I am telling you in the file manager. There is no doubt this is a big, large cap affair in this market. That has a bunch of warts staring in the face while they're reporting S&P at new high. So when I do my little report this weekend, it's exactly what I'm going to be writing up. That if they don't get result normally, eventually, and why is that? Why does the market, why does it pretend a market getting in trouble? It's because it's narrow. I'd rather have it the other way around. I'd rather have small caps and new highs, a plethora of things. And again, it doesn't take away from the things that are working. But we're here to let you know, they better keep working. So you know what we're really watching closely? All those software names. Where, by the way, a couple of names like CYBR broke a little below the 50-day moving average on volume and showing some poor volume patterns up here. Or RNG broke the 50-day moving average today. Just a couple of names. But a very rough day for the others too. And, of course, the Dow names that have been strong. American Express, Cisco, Disney, Home Depot, Johnson & Johnson, Coca-Cola, McDonald's, Merck, Procter & Gamble, Travelers, Visa, Walmart, though very stodgy, strong. If we scan them every night and they start to get them, that would add another. Now, isn't it interesting I'm doing this with you guys right now while the S&P was at new highs? And I will tell you, pundits on the tube are frothing at the mouth. That's because they don't look under the surface. Up next, more of this, that, and the other thing. And whatever else. This is the one that we You're listening to. What are we waiting for? What are we waiting for? One, two, ready, go. Investor's Edge. With Gary Copper. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. Uh, other things that I'm thinking about with markets while we're telling you this, um, we believe the market already knows now that the central bank will lower rates at the end of July. You got that? Yet we still have all these big divergences. Just something to think about. Gold had another good day today and finished near the highs of the day as our dollar sank in the last couple of hours of the day, which kind of makes me upset, but not a big deal because I'm headed to – I got a little uh, business in London next week as I do a couple of days at Wimbledon. Uh, you know, the, the good news is the pound used to be 2 to 1. It's now like 125. The euro is like at 110, I think, 106, 107, something like that. I haven't really looked. Very cheap to travel that way compared to years ago. 
And that has happened because they have castrated their uh, countries there with uh, easy money and debt and deficits, which is not letting them live up to their potential. By the way, that's what's going on. It's all government's fault. Same here. I also want to mention a little news after the close. The Federal Reserve does a stress test for our banks. And it's more full of crap. Unfortunately. The results says and confirms the nation's largest banks have strong capital levels that allow them to stay well above their minimum requirements. And these stress tests are the just-in-case. What if the worst-case scenario happens? Well, they all passed. Bullcrap. They passed the test that was set for them. And may I say, the bar is a joke. It is set by these morons at the Federal Reserve that have enabled... $22 $22 trillion of debt, trillion dollar deficits, who gifted the crooks at these banks and lenders back in 08 with 0% interest rates while screwing the savers and now make it easy for them to pass a stress test. It's like one of these football players who does a lot of steroids, has his friend take the urine test. That's how bad it is. Do you think if we have the great unwind from $22 trillion in, in debt and trillion dollar deficits and asset bubbles galore from $20 trillion of printed money and negative rates and zero rates and easy money? They're smoking the hard stuff, ladies and gentlemen. Don't they sound like I'm in a good mood today? By the way, we're, we're not even really giving you opinions. Just so you know, all these banks had stress tests back in 07. They were doing fine. Everything was great. Bernanke told us, well, housing prices never go down. The economy is strong. Subprime lending is stable. And the lenders have this modern technology that enables them to score excellently. Yes, I'm Ben Bernanke. Here I come to save the day. I am going to solve the problem that I created with the same solutions that created the problem in the first place, but only a million times what I did before because the morons in Washington gave me the power to do it. I'm allowed to print five trillion dollars. Imagine trillion dollars. I said trillion, not billion. Trillion. But don't worry. The people of this country have to go to work every day and send their kids to school and buy groceries and food, and watch their favorite teams. They're not going to pay attention to me and what a yutz I am. I'm just going to print $5 trillion, screw them over by giving them no money market rates, and give all that money to the people that screwed them in the first place. I'm Ben Bernanke. Anyway, by the way, I don't drink. I am not drunk right now. I don't smoke weed. I am not high right now. I don't do any medication. I'm just telling you the way it is. You do know we have $22 trillion of debt, and they're just laughing it off. You know that, right? You know I do this show, Bulls and Bears, twice a week, Fox Business Network, where I get to interview congressmen, senators, and I, every week I'm asking the same question. What the hell are you going to do about the debt and deficits? And you know what? They might as well look at me in the, in, in the TV and stick the middle finger at me because they don't care. Because human nature says, yeah, $10 trillion, they told us it was going to be a problem. They told us it would be a problem at $12 trillion. So let's keep going. They told us it'd be a problem at 14 trillion. Let's keep going. They told us it'd be a problem at 16 trillion. Let's keep going. They told us it'd be a problem at 20 trillion. And you know what they're saying? 
hey, you were all wrong. So let's go to $22 trillion. And you know there's a big fight now ahead. Raise the debt ceiling again, or they can't pay their bills. It's going to be an interesting next year, ladies and gentlemen. On that note, have a great weekend. Drive carefully when you get into like me. Simple procedure. Make sure you have a good night. This clean edit of Investor's Edge created by Stu Lander. Follow me at twitter.com slash s-t-o-o-l-a-n-d-e-r.